Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. And we are about to um, embark on another journey this day as we go down the river of life together as we are walking in the spirit. This is part five of this series that I'm doing on life in the spirit and how do you walk in the spirit and what does it mean in Galatians chapter five, which is our, our key scripture over these last five episodes. It, and here it is. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So there's a dichotomy going on here and you need to go back. If you haven't listened to the other ones, you need to go back and listen to them. Uh, matter of fact, if you haven't listened to my broadcast, welcome. Uh, if you have never listened to this podcast before, welcome. And I want you to just maybe go back and start listening because it's been line upon line, precept upon precept. We've been building here and there and we've been establishing uh, a kingdom life as we're talking about kingdom issues. And this is so important that we learn how to live in the spirit in the midst of everything that is carnal in this world that is toxic and, and in the midst of racism and, and uh, social uh, despondency and all these things that we're going through, we can actually be living the life of the spirit. In heaven, there's no rape, there's no murder, there's no depression, there's no dysfunctional families, there, there's no hurt, there's no wound, there's, there's no, none of these things that we are dealing with and on this earth, outside of God. I want to tell you that we can not only live in the spirit, meaning our spirit is born again, but we can also walk in the spirit, meaning that we are actually being clothed with the glory of God. The Bible says it's Christ in you, this hope of glory, but I want to decree and declare to you that it's Christ on you that is the hope for everything else. So you can not only live in the spirit, meaning that you're going to heaven and meaning that you're living in heaven with your spirit, but your whole spirit, soul, and body can be encapsulized in the very presence of God while we are here on this earth. I've been saying and calling you guys portable portals for the glory of of God. You wherever you go, you can release the kingdom of God. You can release the glory of God. You can release the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That can come out of you in every circumstance and at every situation that you are meeting. When Jesus was at his worst, meaning the mo the place that he was greatest uh, tempted and the place of where he didn't have any where he wasn't eating for 40 days and maybe not even drinking for uh, for 40 days and he was at his weakest point. And at his weakest point, he still had answers. He still had solutions. He still had the presence of God. He still had the presence of mind to decree and declare the word of God. Why? Because he spent significant times in the presence of the Lord. He went into the wilderness full of the spirit and he came out full of power. I want to tell you today that you need to understand that pain makes power. You need to understand that the dark night of the soul 
is nothing more than a backdrop to show forth the brilliance of God that you do not have to be dictated to. But if you will pre-act, you will not react. If you allow yourself the time to spend in the presence of God on a daily basis, you will shock yourself. You will anoint yourself. You'll get rubbed in and smeared on from the inside out. The rivers of God will flood out of your belly. The rivers of God will come out of your mouth and you will become a fountain for living water. You must be a fountain in the midst of death and drought and disparity and depression and pain and hurts and wounds and atrocities. You are called to be an answer by manifesting the very presence of God. You are a portable portal for the glory of God and you are a fountain for the rivers of living water. Psalms 20. 4, 7 says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. When you lift up your head, your gate, your mouth, and you begin to decree and declare God and his promises in this realm, I want to tell you the spirit of the living God rides upon those words. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. I want to tell you today, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to agree with me that you, that you can create heaven right here on earth. I'm going to jump ahead. Uh, I wasn't planning on sharing this till a little bit later in this broadcast, but I've got to share it because I said that you you need to be this answer. You need to be this solution. You need to have faith in the midst of frailty. You need to have faith in the midst of failure. You need to have faith in the midst of everything you're going on. You need to have strength and you need to know the answer that God gave to Paul that Paul gave to Timothy. An answer that would fix every situation, every problem, every pain, in every situation of negative proportion. And here's the answer. And I want you to turn with me, if you can, to 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I'm just going to read it quickly. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Come on now. The promise of life, that which is in Christ Jesus, whom I'm in, and he is in. To Timothy, verse 2, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse number 3, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience. As my forefathers did, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. Being mindful of your tears. Verse 5, when I come, when I call to the remembrance, the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded is in you also. Therefore, Timothy, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you, that you receive from me, by the laying on of my hands. And then verse seven, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I want to take you back a few verses earlier where Paul the apostle says, I am mindful of your tears. And what you need to understand is what was happening 
when Paul the apostle was writing to his dearly uh, dear son Timothy, Timothy at this moment is actually the Pope of the Gentile Church. Po- uh, Peter, uh, sorry, Paul is speaking to his son Timothy and saying, "Timothy, I am mindful of your tears. I'm sitting in, in jail, and I am listening to the complaints and the hurts." And everything that you're going through. I understand, Timothy, that you're only 17 years of age. Paul the Apostle called Timothy, and Timothy was traveling with him as a young man. And when Paul the Apostle went to jail, he turned the church over to his son, Timothy, who was only 17 years of age. At this time, they were throwing his parishioners into the lion's den for entertainment. Timothy would have to take care of the children. Timothy would have to take care of approximately 38,000 members of the Gentile church. It was growing exponentially. Timothy is 17 years of age, and he has all these issues and all these problems. Things are happening. People are being crucified. People are thrown to lines. People are happening. People that he is to shepherd their souls and take care of them. And he is a 17-year-old kid in the back room crying because he knows not what to do. And he gets a letter from Paul the Apostle. And he says in verse 6, Therefore, I remind you. I am here today, ladies and gentlemen. I am here to remind you that you have an answer on the inside of you that can meet every problem, every pain, every giant, everything you're going through, uh, frailties, failures, divorce, depression, suicidal thoughts, everything that's trying to stop you. You have an answer waiting on the inside of you. And this is what Paul told Timothy to to fix his problem, to, to, to right the situation, to bring righteousness and order back in. He said, stir up the gift. What is the gift? The gift, according to Acts chapter 8, verse 1, is the Holy Spirit. The gift is the gift of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. You need to learn how to stir up the gift. You need to learn how to let Holy Spirit out. You need to allow the the presence of God to effervesce from your life. Stir up the gift by praise and worship. Stir up the gift by by decreeing and declaring the promises of God that are yes and amen to them to believe. Stir up the gift by by allowing yourself time to sit in the presence and get revelation from God. Stir up yourself by praying in the Holy Spirit. Take time to pre-act. So you can get clothed with the glory of God so that you will be able to walk out into the midst of the toxicity of this season that we're in and begin to uh, operate in power and demonstration and actually breathe the, the breath of heaven in the midst of toxic situations. I want to remind you that you have a gift on the inside of you, that you don't have to just live in the spirit and have hope for, for, for heaven and and hope for eternal life, but you can actually bring heaven to earth. Jesus taught us to pray this way. Our Father, say this uh, when you pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How do you do that? You manifest 
the king of glory. You allow the spirit of God to come up and out of your life. First, you need to know that God wants to abide upon you. He wants to come upon you in power. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes up and upon you. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall be, don't be concerned about the the times or the season. Acts chapter 1, verse 7. But on the contrary, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Why do we want to walk in the Holy Spirit? Because we want to walk in power and we want to have answers. We just don't want the warm and fuzzies. The glory of God must have a goal and the power must have a purpose. We don't just have, have uh, you know, bless me times. I, he, I'm all about bless me times. I'm all about being filled with the Spirit. I'm all about the joy and the laughter and the enjoyment and the peace that is found in His presence. But what do you do when you get knocked down by the presence of a God? When you get overfell, overfilled with the presence of God? What do you do when you have an amazing time in the presence? You get up from that place. You find your place of where you are to stand and you distribute power. He cannot just stay locked up on the inside of you. He must come out of you. When he comes out of you, not only does he bring power, according to 1 Corinthians 2, verses 4 and 5, this is my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. People need to sense the Lord. Paul the Apostle, the great, and I've, and I've said this earlier, but this is worth saying again. You need to understand that the that you need to testify to the resurrection of the Christ by the power of of God being demonstrated in your life. What does that power of God look like? You can love the unlovely. You can love beyond knowledge. You can, you can have uh, sanity in the midst of insanity. You can have, you can be uh, joyful in the midst of depression. You can, you can have prosperity in the midst of poverty. You can lay hands on the sick and they recover. You can call them forth and speak to a dead person and touch them and they can come back alive. Uh, you can cleanse the disease. You can heal the sick. You can, you can give words of knowledge. You, you can have an answer no matter what. This is what the kingdom is all about. This is what walking in the spirit is all about. I want to challenge you today to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and allow him to work valiantly through you. So not only do you operate in power, but that same spirit that is giving you power to, to prosper and, and to be triumphant is the same power that crucifies the flesh. Uh, Paul the Apostle, once again, things I don't want to do, I do. Things I want to do, I don't do, but the things I don't want to do, I find myself continually doing this. Oh, this wretched flesh. And I spoke about that in an earlier one, but hear the word of the Lord. He said, ah, oh, but by the spirit, how am I going to deal with my flesh? How am I going to deal with the proclivities of my flesh? How am I going to deal with the hereditary curses that caused me? How am I going to deal with the addictions? How am I going to deal with the pressures that you put on the Lord Jesus Christ? You stir up the gift that is in you and, and that Holy Spirit will come upon you and you'll be baptized. You'll begin to choke out and you'll be able to crush and you'll be able to put the death, the deeds of the body and the very flesh that is trying to rise up and, and do what it wants to do, when it wants to do with who it wants to do with. That voice will be shut down by the presence of God. If you want to put the death, the deeds of the body, you need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I want to turn our attention right now to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Uh, and I'm going to read this for you. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, did you hear that? That mortality may be swallowed up by life. Hear the word of the Lord. God has a purpose for you and God has placed resources in you. You uh, must allow the resource of the kingdom of God to rise up in the midst of you and mantle you that you need to be further clothed. What the scripture is essentially saying, hear the word of the Lord. What the scripture is essentially saying is, I don't want to be dead. I don't want to put off my body. I don't want to put off this tent, this house. I am a house of the living God. I am, I am a, a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am my, I, my body is the temple of Holy Spirit and houses my spirit, the true person of who I am. But God does not want us, and we don't want to put off this tent, this flesh, this body. We, but we want to be further clothed. We need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. That, it says that mortality may be swallowed up by life. There is life on the inside of you through the Lord Jesus Christ and precious Holy Spirit. There is life on the inside of you that wants to well up within you and mantle you, come forth from you, and begin to flow forth from you into your circumstances and situation and upon your life, and you begin to be the supernatural being operating in in this very physical realm, in this very natural realm, you will begin to have the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord begins to come out of you when you need them at the time of your need. Why? Because you took time to allow Holy Spirit to come into your mind and into your mind and out of your mouth and into your life. Dad, Holy Spirit, Jesus is standing at the door and he is knocking and he wants to come into every one of your situations and problems today. It's time for you to arise and shine. Isaiah 60 verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the, but the Lord will rise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. So what does that mean? I want to I challenge you today that you are a houser of the glory of God and you are a distributor of divine destiny. As you arise and shine, as you let forth the light of the glorious gospel, as you let your light shine, and the glory of the Lord begins to rise upon you, you will begin to be an answer. The Bible says, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. 
but the glory of the Lord will rise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon you. When you spend time in the presence of God and you go out into your workplace or you go to the, uh, the, the supermarket or you go to, you know, the mall or you go to wherever you're going to that day, it's how you go is just as important. Because when you go out, you may not even sense or you may not even know the glory of God is on you. But you know you spent time in the presence. You spent time in your confessions, your declarations. You prayed. You, you, you worshiped God. And then you went out into the community. And inevitably, people will say, I don't know why I'm sharing this with you. You'll have this happen time and time again. The amazing thing is that when Paul the Apostle took aprons and wrapped, they wrapped these aprons and these these cloths around Paul the Apostle's body. And when he preached and when he shared the gospel, and he, there was an anointing that came out of his body. There was a river that, that effervesced, there's a, that came from through the very pores of his being and came into this realm and was saturated into these cloths. They would take these cloths and they would lay them on the sick and they would recover. This is in the Bible. Check it out for yourself. There's an anointing that was housed in the bones of Elisha. When Elisha died, there was 13 miracles. It was prophesied that he would do 14 miracles, twice as many as Elijah. And his 14th miracle is when uh, the Israelites were at war, I believe, with the Philistines. And, and somehow Elisha's grave, the stone got moved out of the way. And, and, and one of the army men of Israel fell upon the bones of Elisha. And he sprang back to life because of the anointing that was in the bones of Elisha. There's an anointing that gets housed in things. And there's an anointing that will be upon your flesh and be seen on your flesh by other spiritual beings. Everyone is a spirit. Everyone can see in the spirit. It's just clouded and, and muffled. And, but they're, they're seeing. The whole world is waiting for an answer that they can see. And when you manifest the king of glory, when you allow the king of glory to, to, to be put upon you and you begin to wear the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the people in your spheres of influence will see it, even if you can't feel it. And why did I share that story about Paul? Because those aprons did not feel it. Those claws could not. They're inanimate objects, and they could not feel the presence of God, but they still were a conduit. I want you to have great faith that you're still a conduit. Sometimes when you don't even feel it, you're still a conduit for the goodness of God. And you could still lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You could still stand in, in, in the presence of your work. And there's an effervescence of the goodness of God. Have faith that God is working tremendously in your life. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Though there be darkness on the earth and deep darkness on the people. What happens is the glory comes by praise and worship. But the glory also comes, the power of God, the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. He comes because of the evil of the day. He comes when you are in, in, in a negative situation. You're in a, a midst of accusation. You're in the midst of, of, of pain, of sickness, of, of an attack, of a uh, desperate uh, attack of de depression that's coming. You know what? I want to let you know that greater grace is already been made available to you. 
You just need to believe that God is more interested in bringing an answer than you are. He wants to heal, save, and deliver more than you want to be saved, healed, or delivered. When you see darkness, when you see deep darkness on the earth and darkness upon the people, understand it's time for you to present the kingdom. It's time for you to allow the rivers of living water to come out of you and begin to change this realm into heaven here on earth. Well, this sums up. This is the part five of walking in the spirit. And allow God to come as the wind of the spirit. Allow God to come into your life and breathe fresh hope again. He wants to breathe from the inside out. You are a portable portal for the glory of God. You have every answer you will ever need if you will just allow the Spirit of God to rise up in the midst of you, mantle you, and flow forth from you. You are an answer to this realm. It's time for you to believe, receive, and release God into this world. I bless you guys today. Thank you for uh, being part of this this series. Uh, I'm going to be moving on to uh, another topic in life uh, of the Spirit. I'm going to move into uh, prophecy and the prophetic, and uh, I think it's going to be an interesting topic that you will enjoy. I hope you've gotten a lot out of walking in the Spirit, understanding the importance that you not only live in the Spirit, but you walk in the Spirit. If you have opportunity, I, I would suggest that you would go to my website, www.barrymiracle.ca, and find resources there. If this has been helpful to you and you want to keep this uh, podcast going, would you consider sowing a seed right there um, on our um, PayPal? And um, we would um, put it towards um, the podcast. We put it towards um, equally important initiatives. Um, I'm, I'm doing all kinds of really interesting things in this season. Um, I'm on all kinds of different boards and we have all kinds of different things that we're doing to make this a better world. So uh, come and partner with us. But if if you don't even do that, that's okay because um, God is taking care of us. But if you want to sow into something that you believe in, please uh, avail yourself to that. Um, But also avail yourself to the different resources that are on my page. I'm, I'm adding uh, new resources, uh, different times and seasons. So uh, look for something new coming up there. It would be great for you if you're suffering with any self-doubt in your life and you need to be encouraged. I have 65 IMs that came to me in a moment of the dark night of the soul when I didn't know what to do. These 64 IMs just rose up in the midst of me and then God gave me one uh, and I put 65 all together. That was my one of that, but I'm sure that was from God as well. But you can, there's a lot of things that you can go there and enjoy and build up your spirit. And um, this is Barry Miracle, and it's been a privilege to be your dream coach today, believing that the Spirit of God is coming upon you in this season. Have faith that you can walk in the Spirit and not just live in the Spirit. If you're not living in the Spirit, uh, contact me. I would love to lead you in a prayer of dedication to the Lord and a prayer that would, would apply the blood and apply the freedom that you have already, but you just need to have revelation of it. Inbox me, and I'd love to and engage with you. I hope you You've enjoyed these times. 
I bless you. Until next week, Barry Miracle signing off. And may your dreams all come true. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.